0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wisecrack with us, Fran and Fabienne, and our semi co host Adi. We're gonna talk wise shit, but crack you up in the meantime. Sit down, grab a glass of wine, because it's going to be super juicy again. And as today's special guest, we have for you, all the way from Gent and Edam, the two very hottest chefs from Amsterdam. <laughs> hey,
1: don't let's <laughs> <order>. go! <laughs> <laughs>
0: up <laughs> um, but first what's on the mind Adi tell us
1: yeah it's a bit of a conflicting week uh, strange stuff happening in the world but uh, most of all I've been busy cleaning my boat for another Airbnb session so thinking mostly about what I gotta paint tomorrow <laughs> in my house <laughs> while I'm sitting here looking at some insane food um, yeah, I don't want to get too much into uh, the whole situation in the world this week, maybe, because yeah. it's a bit sensitive. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I think um, depends,
1: yeah. yeah, so what's on my mind mostly is, fuck, I want to eat all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. in, what's
0: on your mind, Fabian? What's on my mind? Um Damn, today I feel like there's nothing on my mind, honestly. Usually, well, obviously the whole situation happening, but today... Empty. Are you getting your haircut no. next week? Yeah, actually, that's on my mind. <laughs> if I'm getting those two <laughs> haircuts and my hair paint, I, we'll see. Maybe in two weeks I'll be completely different a ginger. or bald.
2: Oh, you are a junior. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's on your mind? Yeah, no, same. I feel the same like
3: you. Like
0: <laughs> Oh, I yeah, just for I listeners, know. we have the same option. For oh,
3: yeah, we have the same option for a job.
0: So, yeah, we both have a haircut, haircut? and Thanks. hair coloring i don't think i want to get
3: into the well yeah we should get into it but at the same time i'm like it's quite a heavy topic
0: yeah. and i feel like that's been on my mind yeah i feel like for everyone exactly guy what's on the mind
4: mm. what's on my mind not not much actually Sh- you're probably
1: your one day off in the week no <laughs> it is. That's yeah that's all right so um, your bed
4: is on your mind <laughs> busy weekend it was a busy weekend and i totally fucked myself up on saturday What was it well i like, <laughs> I thought it would be free on, on Sunday and I acted like I was free. But you were. But I wasn't. And then uh, it was a great service still. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> Is yeah. it your words or uh, a collective I voice? Know. I wasn't there.
2: Uh, okay. yeah, so I was <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> I know he was, he was <laughs> off. <laughs>
4: and so, yeah, last days I was off. so I was just chilling, had a good dinner. Nice. Going to Mexico in two days. Or one? wait, what? I'm feeling good.
0: nice. Oh, for how long? Mexico is good. Four
4: days, actually.
0: A short time for a yeah. long
4: trip. Oh. It's, with, it's with my mom because she's a flight attendant. Ah, I gotcha. That's cute. cute. That's good. You're very <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so also, no cute. Also, no mile high club for uh,
1: <laughs> 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 this flight. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <all the>
0: said <laughs> what's on your mind today?
2: Well, I've been. Um, I've been partying a little bit too much last week, also working a lot. So uh, my mind is empty, you know, <laughs> um, but I'm very happy to be here. That's and, good. Uh,
0: I mean, if I do, we would have this.
3: So, yeah, OK, so what are we drinking? Kari? Tell me.
1: Yeah, so I had no idea what the boys were going to make, came in super prepared, of course, as always, um, I or saw whatever. a lot of fish decided that I felt like a little Riesling to pair with that because there's different things going on some fish eggs some soy all kinds of stuff so I decided to grab a bottle of Riesling from Christoph Lindeloup Uh, the Griffé Aceré Um, I think it's 2018 I have to kind of check yes 2018 so I guided super deep into biodynamic winemaking, um, another little lesson. You know, yeah. we all think we're all talking about natural wine, but there's so many things going on and basically in winemaking, you can make a couple of groups of winemakers and styles of making wine in the sense of how clean and how natural you work. Of course, you have conventional winemaking, at least what we call conventional in the last 60, 70 years um so where you really aim for a a high yield on your hectares you work with a uh, tractor to get the grapes off you use a lot of things like um uh yeast that come from factories sulfides filtration acidify deacidify all that crap well that we're never gonna drink on this show so don't worry (laughs) (laughs) then there is organic wine Uh, a lot of people think that when you buy an organic wine in the supermarket that it's actually an organic product, uh, which you would expect from say a sausage or a piece of cheese. But with wine that's very different because um, when you buy an organic, organically certified wine, it only has the context of the grapes. So if you grow the grapes without using any chemicals, that still says practically nothing. Uh, you can still pray, spray a ton of shit on it as long as it's like a, an organic product. Uh, But if you use those organic grapes in in the cellar, you pour in a ton of shit, you can still call it an organic grape. Then the third is uh, biodynamics. So uh, that is invented by a guy called Rudolf Steiner. Uh, He was adamant on not drinking alcohol, so it's pretty hilarious that his (laughs) techniques are so widely distributed (laughs) within winemaking. Uh, Here they use a little bit more you say it's a little bit more so uh, well, it's a spray <laughs> <in Deutsch, it's laughs> well did you give you a couple of things uh, they use a lot of additives teas um like nettle tea to spray the wines the vines um a very well-known additive they use is a uh, or something to spray the vines is when they put cow dung in cow horns they bury them in the floor under a certain month or a certain moon they leave the cow dung in the cow horns, in the soil for a while, so it gets enriched by the power of the earth, and it kind of evolves. Then you mix that with water, but you can only stir counterclockwise. Do not stir, stir <laughs> clockwise. Absolutely. Bet not done. Well. Not very bad. <laughs> very, very and then this, uh, <laughs> let's say, elixir is <laughs> sprayed in the vineyards. Uh, so it's a lot of these kind of things, the uh, standing of the moon, which they use for when they prune, when they cut, when they pick, and all these sense of uh, things, sort saying. of things. But there's also a lot more rules how you work in the cellar. So it's a little bit more of a complete sense of place. I would say it isn't Demeter certified. So normally it says Demeter, which is the Greek. I think goddess for uh, agriculture or yeah and um but i know he's pretty deep into the stuff you can see the you know sign on the side of the bottle it's this kind of circle uh i have another winemaker that does the same with the snake that eats itself this thing there (laughs) E N O, and then it has the the circle behind it so a guy that's super into philosophy how you make wine a bit more into the energy of things i also import this from an wine importer called Bas from Finatura, who's very deep into energy of wines. He used to be an ecstasy uh, fanatic. (laughs) And uh, so on his drugs, (laughs) he was always looking for certain kinds of energies and flows. And for him, the first time he drank natural wine was like, damn, this is like this wine is like taking ecstasy. Mm -hmm. This is like ketamine, this is like (laughs) (laughs) every (laughs) wine has its its, uh, its own flow and energy. What do you think this is? I think this is uh, Pretty y. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's, my! Is it our I'm trying not to get canceled yeah, on this well, show the show. Well. The weekend is getting back. <laughs> <laughs> we won't cut that one out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, yeah, Barson Troll guys, <laughs> go <him> this weekend. <laughs> Why don't you go down? We all no, So I wanted to get something peppy, something that's got a good like punch and energy to it, and uh, something fresh, good mineralities in Alsace, so. Semi Germany, um, yeah, That's
0: tell me line. what you taste. You it's quite a mineralic style
1: in Riesling. Ost, you can yeah. always have a i um, I think it's good petrol, just for the last thing I'm gonna blurt out on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Riesling is known for a certain smell, it's quite gasoliney or rubbery. People say it's like the same smell when you open a fresh uh, tin of tennis balls or something like that not really my favorite in rieslings you'll find it especially in aged riesling it doesn't have that because that not <coughs> really fit the food i think but yeah so yeah sorry go ahead, go ahead. giuseppe man what do you think He's of the well, wine
2: i think it's lovely and also like the the good petrol where yeah? you were talking about it, i really really like that you like it yeah I'm, I'm always like using a zippo to like my cigarettes yeah so like <laughs> part of like the whole thing about so it. it reminds you of a dirty party also, <laughs> like, <laughs> also. also, like, you know, old cars and, uh, you know, yeah, but this doesn't really have it, right? No, no, this is like very straight, like clean. Yeah, clean. yeah, clean, fresh. It's beautiful. guy. you think yeah, it I will like it. Like, do well with I think it's fish?
4: actually the last bottle of wine I bought in your shop. Oh, really? It's so kind of funny. Yes, uh, and, and I nice still sauce. have a bottle of this at home as well. No, I bought it for my dad because I, I know he's going to like it. But yeah, it's pretty classic in yeah. taste. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, same, same
3: thing. It's pretty round though for a riesling. Uh, sometimes it's more. I expected it to be more acidic.
1: It's quite ripe. But
3: exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the alcohol's
1: also thirteen point five percent, so oh. probably quite a hot vintage for him on this vineyard, <laughs> or maybe a bit more aged vines. So you get quite a kick of intensity. So. yeah,
3: yeah. what I always find funny yeah. with rieslings is we always have that. Bit of a sparkle at the
1: beginning and then it fades. Yeah, it depends a bit on the winemaking mm-hmm. I think as well. But, but this it one does it, have it, it. Ha- it has that little yeah, prickly it's kind it's of a touch.
3: Like yeah. A lot of bubbly things lately. On you. the top of your tongue it's
0: like not it's not sparkly, boy. but it's like yeah, gonna, you can yeah. know it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um well let's dive deep in the chef now. Yeah. The chef part. So, well obviously first easy one is to ask how did you end up in the kitchen?
4: From who's gonna start
2: yeah you can start okay that's did so I, nice I <laughs> actually so I actually just
4: started as a dishwasher randomly at a place where I come from and I just liked it there While was like the shittiest restaurant actually like there was nothing going on like something nothing interesting going on and but I still like the vibe and then I just started working there for like a few years and then ended up as like the just uh chef de partie there and then I just wanted something new and I saw this man, Giuseppe needed some new people in his, for his kitchen and I thought like, yeah, let's go there and I think it. the vibe was right. You fell in love straight away. Huh? Yeah. definitely. <laughs> it's like a bromance
0: going on right here.
4: <laughs> I looked in his eyes and I was like, What's I don't even tonight? need to taste your food anymore. <laughs> I don't on. need
0: to. Good that you're on your own microphone. Exactly. Well, I'm
4: glad I'm in the corner.
2: I'm <laughs> 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 so glad well, you're on this your side. Still young. I
0: don't know. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's we'll <laughs>
1: see. How old are you guys? 23. 28. 28. Uh, young guns.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. that's why we have you on call. Exactly. The cranky <laughs> disturbed
1: man in the corner. <laughs> <And>
2: the
0: <second> <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah. well, what about you, Giuseppe?
2: Yeah. Well, first I studied philosophy and uh, I went to high school, went to university. And then at a certain point I was like, fuck this. I'm always in books and uh, I just want to do something with my hands as well. And then I moved to Antwerp. Where my like ex girlfriend uh, was living at the time, and she said like yeah why you like to cook why don't you try like go and work in a restaurant. So um, I applied in like a very shitty, very crappy restaurant. But what like the the first day I uh, was in the kitchen I was like yeah this is this is what I what I want to do. What know? kind
0: of food did they have? what did, what did they, they, they
2: serve? everything you know one of these places <laughs> like that has like yeah. a menu you you can like make a book out of mm-hmm. yeah oh. um, like a lot a lot of things like going from burgers to pastas to like everything and all very shitty as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about they
0: have a michelin store now or what no. <laughs> no
2: no i don't think they even exist anymore oh. i hope they don't but you, gotta, you gotta start at a place like this yeah yeah and then like yeah especially like um I didn't have any experience, so for me, it was all new. Sometimes it's better to like start and work there than to go to like, a
4: commission and start a place yeah. in the yeah. first place. And yeah. I also think if you already like it at such a place, then you know you just so fit it can it it in in a kitchen, like yeah. in general, yeah, like and then you can only get
3: my as well, even like, better. How do you get into a passion like that while you're working at a place that you're not as shitty? Like the fact that you um. fell in love with it. Right well now.
2: just like cooking the the thing in itself, like mm. being in the kitchen the whole time working with like working with like vegetables or, or fish and then make it into something a little bit nicer. Yeah. You know? That's like yeah. it's it's a very honest, like a very I wouldn't say simple but an honest job, you know.
0: So then after Edward, what did you do? You started in the shitty part
2: yeah and then because you're from belgium right i'm I from belgium yeah, yeah, yeah i'm uh, i'm from ghent and uh, i saw there was like um an internship opening up at uh, like a very good restaurant in ghent uh Chambre Paris. Oh, wow. so i um i used to work in a bar in ghent and the owner of the bar knew Kobe the Colbe she, Gilles- yeah, chef and owner of uh Chambre. so i called up like my previous boss and i was like yeah you're gonna get me in there and he was like okay let let me see what i can do and like the other day i got a call from kobe and he said like yeah if you want you you have the position and um like the fun thing or maybe also like a little bit the sad thing was that um kobe broke up with his girlfriend and uh, i broke up with my girlfriend mm-hmm. so we had like <laughs> something in common <laughs> to cry about yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we became yeah very good friends and uh, and after my internship ended he offered me a position uh, in the restaurant and from there on like yeah uh, i was very uh, passionate about cooking and going further But
0: then how did you eventually end up in bar central because that's the the current situation right now for the boys yeah well to make it all a bit more clear
2: i've been cooking for i don't know like six to seven years now i think and after shamra um, i got offered a, a job in like a very small restaurant in Ghent, uh which is called rizom and um, we started off as like this ramen pop-up and but after two months of Making ramen, we were so tired of it like making the noodles every day and making the broths every day. And i like, no, this is not really our thing. So we transformed it in a more fine dining restaurant. And um, I was a sous chef there for almost three years. And then I moved to New York to work in Aska, like a Swedish mm-hmm. restaurant. And then I came back with a little bit. Uh, at Rizome again, and then I got a call from Tubo, the chef from 4850 here in Amsterdam, if I was uh, interested in a position there. So I was a little bit tired of Kent, and I was a little bit not tired of the restaurant. It's not really nice to say, but I needed I needed to have some New change. Adventures. Yeah. So I moved here and worked there. And then Tom, the manager from Bar Central, who is also a good friend, asked me if I wanted to take the chef position at Bar Central so I thought like yeah
4: maybe uh,
0: let's go yeah maybe time that's nice. change
4: yeah time All to cool. be a chef now, mm-hmm. <laughs> so now you're, be, you're
0: now the iconic Dio at Bar Central <laughs> 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 the legendary Dio but what for like how do you guys do the menu like do you you're the one who's on it and or do you guys work together on new menus how does that work
2: well, for now, since dishes. since we have like a whole new team and we're just getting started, I thought of like all the dishes. But uh, from March on, we're going to do like a little concept of each member can try out one dish on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then if I like it, we put it on the menu, <laughs> take all the credits. And if not, uh, well, then we don't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still <laughs> going to be you
1: making the entire menu. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> the classic. <laughs> come to you, I used to work in the kitchen, so you go to a menu meeting with ten good ideas, and then in the end, no, but <laughs> chef the chef fucking does whatever the fuck he wants things. to do. <laughs> not
2: the thing is like I I have like a particular taste and a particular style, and if if the team is like in the working in the same direction, then then I'm open for like mm-hmm. similar dishes. You know? Yeah, I'm not.
0: So how would you describe that thing? It's more like simplicity or how would you describe it?
2: Like my food, you mean? Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Wow, that's that's a hard one. I, I really don't know. It develops it d- probably as well. Huh? Yeah. Develops. Yeah. By
0: time, maybe. yeah.
2: I think like I like simplicity a lot, but I also like working with products that everybody knows, but bring it in in this way that's a little bit different yeah and it becomes exciting again or and how would you
3: describe be... the menu at brachenthal right
4: now work in progress great try from the beginning of this conversation i was waiting for this answer
3: <laughs> <laughs> no but more based on like direction like what what direction are you following like is it based on like you said you work in a Scandinavian restaurant. Like, is it based on that, or like, what? What is it? What is the path you're following? Thanks. Or is it based wow. on like seasonal produce, oh. like? Well, it's it it's
2: definitely seasonal. It's uh, it's also a little bit French and a little bit Nordic. Um, I'm I'm a little bit allergic to all the fusion restaurants nowadays. Like, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of Asian influences, and mm-hmm. I do like Asian cuisine as you might yeah. see on yeah, the, table.
0: We're <laughs> the table right now uh, but
2: i don't like people working with um, like ponzu and like and soy and a lot just i, I like i like to use it as well but just just for the taste not for the concept I think miso is probably like the, the rucola of the two thousand twenty everybody is using miso everybody's using koji Everybody yeah. is using all those elements that sounds nice but I yeah. have the feeling that a lot of people don't really know how to work with it, and just use it because it sounds fancy.
4: Yeah, I have the same feeling as well. Like this, it because it looks nice on the menu that they use it, but it. Nah, yeah, but also it's it's
2: it's kind of a, it's an easy cheat, you know. Yeah. the sauce. But the thing is, we're we're using it too, but not. I think we're more. P- we're we're not profiling ourselves no, like no. being. Yeah. Well, we were joking <laughs> the just now. Yeah. The, the there miso is there is MSG in our kitchen yeah. as well. Yeah, very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, of
1: course. Alert tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, because as I became, I was standing there and it was like a pot of what was it? Uh the the, the pot where Oh was, yeah, the Miso one. Yeah, it said yeah, they had no MSG I was laughing yeah. because we used to have a girlfriend and we had like a family yeah. pack of MSG in yeah. the kitchen cabinet, she'd throw it on everything. But that that that's to a lot of people that's a bad thing. But they throw miso on everything, which
2: is it's yeah. a different product. But it's you're taking the, the same It's the same yeah. yeah, it's the yeah. same mm-hmm. chemical yeah. uh, ingredient. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what would you rate as your number one dish on the menu, Kai?
4: Ooh, at Bar Central. Yeah, Bar yeah. Central. Yeah. Just, just saying it again. <laughs> Bit It's quite hard sometimes in the way that, like, oil. Yeah. a lot of times we just taste everything like separate. So we taste it, and not always we. Try everything at, at like the whole dish at once, but um, right now I actually really like the new mussels that are on the menu. Mm-hmm. I really like them.
0: Yeah. We have to go again. Yeah. That was on yeah. the yeah. menu
4: last it's, week. It's, it's, it's um, smoked mussels with goji butter, um, celeriac awesome. creme. Yeah, the koji butter sauce. There's some uh, reduced celeriac. Uh, skin sauce on it as well. The Earth, thing is, we had earthy, a, yeah. a pop
2: up with uh, with two guys from Mamas in Copenhagen and um, they made Koji. So we still had some uh, some leftovers and they made also a reduction Fuse. of, of Celerium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going into a dark corner, my friend. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm full of God, co- contradictories. I, okay, I completely understand the difference um no but the thing is like since their products were so good i thought yeah. like yeah maybe we can use it and do something of our own with it
4: yeah and it would be like uh, almost a shame to not use it if, yeah. if we yeah, have yeah, it in our kitchen it's yeah. it's, there, it's there it's there so
2: yeah there is like a saying in uh, in latin it's called uh imitatio aimilatio. and the thing is like you imitate something and then you make it a little better what we did. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have to like think, spawn it in, guys. Because it's gonna be painful for
1: us to. Listen to. <laughs> I think that's life, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, uh, how, you, how you
2: stroll through life. Mm. Yeah. And being or a, Being
1: a cook, uh, being a chef, at some point you grow over, maybe imitating, but that's how you start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you look healthy. at people that inspire you, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. You you see people do something, and it's. The it touches th- you
2: and it it creates something inside of you that brews, that mm. boils. The only thing that you have to do, I think, is like give credit to those people as well. Like yeah. very true. Yeah. I, I don't like copying things, but if sometimes you have like elements that are very typical for like one chef, you have a message master. saying in Dutch, Eer wie toekomst."
1: Er de yeah. 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 toekomst, you yeah. should be honored. Yeah. yeah,
2: and it's it's not a shame. It's just like it's a compliment exactly. to the people. you're yeah. You're doing that.
1: Right? You should feel, uh, you know, if you make something, you see it somewhere else. You see, oh uh, yeah, I saw this guy coming for dinner with me three times, and yeah. now he's making this. Yeah. But sometimes your chef's like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah just be doing what things. I'm doing, yeah. but I would be like, yeah, amazing yes. that I thought that I brought somebody to the point that they want to express themselves by something yeah. that I showed them, yeah. beautiful.
2: Yeah well nice. there's there are like asparagus on the menu right now and um it's like wrapped ar- r- there's rhubarb wrapped around it oh, oh and yeah. it's uh it's like it's an idea from this uh, three star michelin chef uh, Alain Passard mm-hmm. and I really like the combination google the name yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's also like it's there on the menu. It's like pasar asparagus yeah, because yeah. like it's not my idea, but I think it's genius. Genius, yeah. yeah. it's probably we'll, not on his idea as
1: well. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of his sous chefs this that guy, came up with it. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> rolling with it. <laughs> You're gonna have a cookbook in here, man. All like guys' ideas. <laughs> So that's a fave. I don't your think fave you. right now
0: on the mm-hmm. menu? Or?
2: No, my favorite dish is we're doing hamashi. Oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. that was yeah. good. Yeah. That good. Yeah. Are, yeah. you it's, have to go. It's a yellow kingfish, and most of the restaurants serve it raw, which is also very nice. Yeah, we're like uh, tataki-styles, a very... Uh, yeah well 2018 yesterday yeah well still uh, you do the tagging? we do but not like a little bit different in a way um
0: you're not going to get any of this foods
2: no as in like it's produced here in the netherlands which is kind of nice okay. for fish it's it's very fatty and um we just like grilled very um Briefly, and then let it rest in warm butter. And uh, we're wow. serving it with like a very, very simple fermented celeriac sauce and some smoked herring eggs like just three elements. But I think yeah, that's fucking good, they work very well together.
0: It's, it's, it's super good. Yeah. Also, if yeah. you
4: want to comment, bars and be early. Yes, the hamashi is always because sold out. Always sold two out. Two days in a row,
0: and the first day we came, it was sold out. So when we saw it on the menu the next day, we were like, okay, that one is the first one we're having right now, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was so good. It was, it was really good. It was a a as well. Pretty exactly. beautiful. But it's all the upsides. What's the downsides of the chef life? <laughs> <laughs> you have
1: This is the moment we're gonna talk. I think we have take this.
2: Thing. It needs <laughs> to be like a whole season then. Yeah. No? Yeah, yeah.
1: We so can do be. a podcast. <laughs> a oh, we can have the second I episode. Think, really
4: I think nice me and stuff. are all right now like on the perfect moment to ask this question. In a way, like we had lots of fun. Mm. We really had lots of fun, but it's just like yeah, you make like crazy hours every week because we were this really small team, just the two of us at the beginning actually. Yeah. So that's it, and I didn't really have a problem with it because I was just having fun every day. Mm-hmm like when i had to go to university because i was i'm still studying as well i was like damn i actually don't want to go i just want to work at bars Twelve again but but now this stuff is reopening again it's probably yeah. a little bit more explosive than
1: normally
2: it's it's
1: very it's you very guys busy. find uh you, f- the, the, you feel there's like a status quo between living and work
2: well, kind of emerging or does it feel like one big black fucking hole? Well, <laughs> the thing for me is like, as I worked in, uh, in like a lot of good restaurants and like the mentality is a little bit different there, as in you really need to see your life as a chef, like working is part of your life. It's not just like going to work, because if you think about it like that, if you just see it as work, you're going to be like, super frustrated because um you have to uh, you have to be there for many many hours and um when you're there you cannot like enjoy your friends or your family or doing other things but if you see that as as your life then it becomes more easy to to deal with it yeah. acceptance helps yeah if you're if you're like always looking at uh on the clock or like checking your your phone that your GPS friends are, yeah, yeah. are doing other stuff then yeah, it's it's not you know then you're going to be very unhappy in a very short period of time yeah. but if you see this as like the thing you want to do and you want to you want to be there and not like partying all the time or like seeing well, do doing yeah. doing other things you know then it becomes you know nice and yeah. yeah.
3: Because how big is the team you're
2: working with right now? Since
4: uh, the day it's a we started, we started with two, and then now there are five chefs.
0: Okay, yeah. Oh, so that's a fast. Big
4: difference, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that
0: makes a lot. Of but sense.
4: also, I think like if you're really just passionate about cooking, it's more like you're living like you're the thing that you like to do, and it yeah. doesn't necessarily feels like work. You're just enjoying what you're doing. So wait also fun. wait
1: till you're well, thirty-five, okay. motherfucker. I'm not
4: sure. <laughs>
0: just wait for it. And
1: yeah, so that's a very that's thing, addictive thing, right? In a way, in a way, when you get older and the longer you do it, you know, it's a young man's, yeah. it's a young man's game, at least in this form. Well, or you don't agree, you see self-cooking until you're.
2: Well, I've worked for chefs that are yeah, like I've 40, 40, well. and 50 plus, and they're still like doing it. Because The, what the, what the, the world is changing so fast. Work. Yeah. But they're delegating more, more of exactly, the work. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like in yeah. this, in this form,
1: no, and Fuck shape, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Sorry for the swearing.
1: No, no. One, uh, one <laughs> of my favorite chefs was a Belgian guy, or it was uh, Limburg, I think, okay. Geldermans, who had a restaurant the corner here in hmm Quit two, three years ago. Super classic. Yeah. He was highly overweight, His round was a Skippy ball. <laughs> uh, but he worked until he worked in his restaurant every day and just. Yeah. Um, the sincere pleasure of it, of his, w- how he worked. Yeah, it was such an inspiration for me when, because I used to work in hospitality as well. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, Pfft, geez, how long can I keep up? But then I saw how he did it and I thought, you know, as long as you find a way. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but this kind of game is the rock and roll fucking going at it. Two guys reopening a restaurant after COVID with a complete new
2: idea. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, well pretty, it's pretty ballsy. The thing is, it's also very addictive. Like, yeah, uh, all the like hangovers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like uh, all the other things in your life can go to shit. But when you still have your kitchen, when you have like yeah. the boys in the kitchen I d- or I d- women, I, d- I don't know, I don't care. Uh, yeah, well, I, I mean, like, all we're, boys so we're, so we're so all boys, so boys so now. So. Um, it's like it's like being with friends together and, yeah. and
4: doing something really nice. In my opinion, it doesn't feel like you're not you're you're missing out because your your friends are like going to parties and things cause, like the kitchen teams and like at, at our restaurant, the whole team feels like family and friends like yeah. so mm-hmm. you're actually enjoying having like good conversations while you're Be- working because
2: s- you're all you're also like you're spending uh, most of the time with the people in the kitchen more mm-hmm. than with, like, your girlfriend or your friends and then then this bond becomes like very special in a way. How much
3: time do you guys spend or how much time is like a shift? Like when do you guys start, what
2: time do you guys end? Most of the time we start at 10 and then we finish at 11 or 11.30. Yeah,
3: so good twelve,
2: thirteen 12, 13 hours. Yeah. Yeah. thirteen hours mostly. 4 or 5 days Uh, or 7. No. We used to do five, but we're trying to like divide it a little bit since we're with five chefs. Because the, no. <laughs> the first few weeks we were just two <laughs> us doing, doing like <laughs> eighty hours uh, yeah, uh, that's a week. Guess, that's Are you working a lot per
1: hour, guy? He I does. Do, man. Hey, my boy! <laughs> 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 he earns more. He, he runs
4: earns more. <laughs> I don't know. I he's <laughs> going <laughs> out for dinner yeah. or yeah. I was having a really good month, I yeah. can say. Yeah. yeah. He earns more than me now. <laughs> 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 it's
2: true. It's actually true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Smart,
0: smart deal. Mm-hmm. Or this is an I'm going to take you to
4: dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still owe me <laughs> <I laughs> one. <do. Fucker. laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what's the most positive way? Because Bar Central has an open bar, mm-hmm. like you can sit on the kitchen bar. Is that a positive thing here? Beautiful ladies on the bar, I think.
2: It's a open very, kitchen. very positive. Open kitchen is always yeah. the best, right? I
0: mm-hmm. mean, is that one of
2: the reasons you chose for Barcelona? No, it's 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 more common now, I think. Like, a lot of restaurants have open kitchens. But you prefer yeah, you open kitchen or closed? one of the most pretty open kitchens is where yeah. you
1: worked in Ghent, Champs Separés, which was literally. That one was, crazy. was uh, A counter oh, around the kitchen oh, that, that everybody was eating, you know, literally in the kitchen.
2: Yeah. We're we're like Big s- fire. serving twelve people, like yeah. only wood fire, like a oh, wow. huge grill, uh loud music and uh food. And, house, and you have and a lot stuff. of interaction of course. Yeah. Yeah, but also sometimes like you're tired and you don't feel <laughs> like it, but you still have to like perform every night. It's a little bit like theater. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Or a relationship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me started. <laughs> 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 you're tired.
2: You have to perform every night. Like,
1: yeah. Religious really, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was true. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> was that the preferred? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <that the> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I can imagine it's more fun to see people's reactions. Yeah, to feel the vibe you're part of yeah. instead of standing in some TL lit it basement pumping shit up through uh, through a little lift
4: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so also we're just like pumping our own music like the whole time so it feels like the yeah. the people in the restaurant the gas like becomes part of our vibe or something you know what i mean yeah but and w- what are we trying to strive
2: for like you have two rooms in bar central yeah. one is like the main room where or the split w- yeah where the wine bar is and then we have like our little room uh, close to the kitchen and I, like, normally people, they used to love to sit in the first room, but I want to, like, change that up a little bit and make, like, our room, yeah. like, the, the cool room. I know?
0: just wanted to yeah. say I'd rather sit at your room because the other room is just, it's just there. But you sat there as well, the other room is more fun.
1: It's a little chambles, say Yeah. <laughs> isn't, it? <laughs> isn't it? It, it is. It is, yeah, it's it is. yeah you
3: just sit on the bar and just, you yeah
1: it's come smack to you yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's more yeah. fun i think
1: this is like a um, it's, n- it's not a like a set menu or anything right
2: but when people come and sit with you guys oh do you no, kind of tell them you want to sit cards, down and it's all card, and it's uh sometimes because i'm used to like doing a lot of like set menus and it's uh it's more organized you can prep it like way better because you have the reservations you know what everybody's going to get what's going to happen. Uh, so you can make it more refined i think like it's easier to make it more refined but i very much like going to a restaurant and just like picking all stuff from a menu without like having to go through a whole set menu and i also think like bar central it needs to be we're not doing fine dining there it's more like You're there, you have a nice wine and you can eat something nice that goes along with it without having like the whole menu thing.
3: Because you did have a set menu for last weekend, right? When the guys were over from Copenhagen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that go, How the customers like
2: that? I think they loved it, actually. Yeah, Uh, they're both very, very good chefs and uh, they did a very interesting menu. They're working at Amas, which is a very good restaurant in Copenhagen. So they they know what they're doing, and it's like it's their thing, you know. They're they're professionals, so it went very well, I think. Yeah.
0: Did that inspire you to cook this? Because I think you have to start giving us explanation because we're looking at literally five plates right now, uh, for I think already half an hour. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to
1: talk to get to this point. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> what I
0: thought. Because you have to explain us. We are looking at this insane fish dishes, um, well. tell us about it. What inspired you and wha- where do we start?
2: Well, the thing is like when I'm off, I never cook. Um, you hate cooking for yourself? No, I, d- I don't hate it, but I, I just I don't want to cook like when I'm not working yeah. uh, because I'm already like always in the kitchen. So I prefer like going out and having dinner somewhere with friends or family. Um, but if I do cook for friends, I like to, uh, just get a lot of plates on the table and I'm a, I'm a big sucker for fish. I, I worked a, a little bit at undercover uh, sushi place in Oost and, um, I saw like a lot of nice techniques and I'm not saying that I'm a, I'm a sushi chef, but, uh, I do like the, the flavor profile of raw fish and, um, and I like to play around with it a little bit and then make my own kind of food with it as, as well. Cool. Oh. Okay. So that's what you guys are getting now. It's uh, of okay, so raw fish. Yeah.
1: Fish eggs. Fish eggs. Made some tacos out of uh, sushi. Uh,
2: well, we have the nori the leaves, nori, yeah, which nori. like <laughs> brings it all together. we have some scallops and smoked herring eggs, potarga. Mackerel is like slightly burned. Tataki, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes back all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Raw
2: shrimps. Where did you put the raw shrimps in? It's a uh, broth made from the the heads of. Ah, that is why you're making lovely. the <coughs> use your shrimp heads. Yeah, we have some like very simple tuna that's marinated in soy, uh, sea bass with uh, trout eggs. Well. uh Enjoy it guys. I mean. <laughs> yeah, who's gonna take the first hit? God. Okay, it'll be me, thank you. Yeah, of course it's gonna be Adi, Adi
0: You have to say what you're tasting, but you need to mix it or it's all apart. Well all you right, can right?
2: you can you can mix it, you can you know, do it, do, whatever, do you want. whatever you want. With it. But right. I I think it's nicer to taste them like all apart. Separately guys. But does everybody slide yeah. in guys? Yeah, guess?
0: Slide in.
1: It's like, like a little picnic area. table, Go ahead, Giuseppe, Man, grab some of <coughs> your own stuff. I want to know what you, know what you do like most well. as well. Huh?
3: You guys go ahead as well. Right? Yeah. yeah,
4: of course. So, so in the podcast, you're gonna. You, have you ever been like to for like yep. a few it's minutes? Yeah. <laughs> have minute. <laughs> <No, I> Never <laughs> been, but mm. I, I would really love mm-hmm. to. Do. Crunchy.
0: What do you taste, Addy? Which one are you having? This is uh, a I sea
1: bass. a sea with trout eggs, and I think he put some olive oil on there. Yeah, you need
0: to also describe
2: it. To make it sexy.
1: Yeah. To make it yeah. sexy. I love that description. R- it's the uh, olive oil from actually La Moresca. And uh, a <laughs> winemaker in Sicily on the Etna. So he makes olive oil and wine. We just sold uh, you, Fabien, <laughs> a you know, um Me? Famine? Francis, sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, a bottle of the rose. Mm. Me? Fabienne? Oh, I didn't know I hurt your feet. <laughs> uh, don't, don't go there now. We have been waiting for this food for a while. We have already a bottle of wine, so. But, yeah, um, one or two, maybe two. Or two. Uh, this is number three.
0: So they yeah. all were, but It looks great, man. <laughs> it? It's I salty. It's fresh. Did you put some like this one? Is of uh, what was this again? Mm. Scallop. Scallops. Scallops, scallops right yeah but is it like what's
2: the zest, no, it the no. zest? Buttarga. Buttarga?
0: Yeah, it's what
2: is botarga tell us good question it's like it's um dried fish, fish yeah. Oh. yeah, fish eggs and sometimes they smoke it as well
1: in the bag normally right yeah. yeah yeah i really
2: enjoy the mackerel i'm
3: just a big fan of mackerel
2: yeah it's most of the time it's like a more fatty fish yeah i love that and it's uh it's very tasty yeah.
1: so we're saying that when you're not working, you like to go out for dinner.
2: Yeah, I was
0: thinking the same thing. At one um,
1: of the house. Since when have you been living here?
2: Since July, since the summer. Yeah.
1: Jack old time to go out to dinner for restaurants because everything was closed. Everything was closed, yeah. But have you had any uh, like beautiful dinners or experiences that you like uh,
2: to share? well <coughs> i'm a big fan of szechuan food so oh, really? there is, yeah there is this uh
3: szechuan.
2: this place at cdc china szechuan <coughs> and I do a new one in. i'm actually well, going right? yeah. going straight after yeah. yeah. the podcast yeah. <laughs> <as well. laughs> yeah yeah i think it's really good that's sick man damn you're like yeah. the scallop, buttar- it's insane. I love raw oh, Scala. It's, it's salty as
1: shit, but yeah. in, in the perfect yeah. way because yeah. there's no salt on it. But it's got butter and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. a bunch of herring eggs overkill, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. if I and it's got this super mushy texture, yeah, if I be hungover, yeah, like good a good glass of it, right? champagne, big, massive glass <laughs> of champagne, or maybe, <laughs> maybe a ball of champagne, <laughs> just a ball of this <laughs> in my stained boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Watching The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> that was my yeah, that, that ultimate that hangover weird. cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you it.
0: know where to get him now.
1: <laughs> right, if anybody wants to join me one day, we're gonna get fucked up, I'll Call cold Giuseppe, go sit in my place, do <laughs> yeah, a ton we'll of champagne, and <laughs> a bowl of this. I'm bueno. Very yeah, very Bueno, yeah.
2: Mm. Um, no, but like, fine dining-wise, uh 4850 where i worked it's really good i think and uh van what's der the name veen. of the chef again there Tubo. Tubo. Yep. van der veen i went there how was it was blown away it's really really good yeah i think yeah they're up to get a star as well there but it's a quite um specific thing because it's like an investor
1: i think is somebody who you set up the restaurant and got a massive team together
2: uh, like We're the, get it the yet. head chef is Georgie, I think yeah. he's from Greece, yeah. And he has like tons of experience in like three star Michelin restaurants, also in Scandinavia, as well. Right? I think so, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think so. But what he's doing is like, yeah, it's it's very, very good, I think. Looks very well very executed, yeah. but still in a quite relaxed manner, yeah. And then he has this dish with langoustines and uh preserved plums, and then just like a very simple langoustine sauce and also their their particular T- is T- quite uniform as well right yeah 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 there's like this guy i think he's from france but i'm not sure i'm not sure he's from france yeah right Okay, oh, yeah, yeah um and yeah it's like like one of those the, w- the team is like insane They're really good it's like one of those restaurants that just burst onto
1: the scene mm-hmm. never heard of anybody that's working there yeah it's like some sort of put together all-star team of guys Yeah. In outside, not really the most logical place to sort of quite like, yeah, modern and, how do you say, energetic Mm -hmm. restaurant.
2: But everything I see of them, I'm like, Jesus, Mm. that looks so on form. But the thing is, like, if you become very good, uh, you might become like a destination restaurant. So it doesn't really matter where where you are, people, no, will, just will, people will come, Yeah, but how they start and how they just show up out of nowhere. I don't know. I, I really don't know, but they're really good. So check it out. Girls.
4: I went there a few weeks ago. Yeah. Really good. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Really liked it. Yeah, I see a lot of cool wines as well. Nice stuff. Yeah. That's some fun. good wines there as well. Yeah.
1: So everybody tasted everything.
0: Yep. Favorites.
1: No, I'm not going to say it. I think everything is just perfect on <laughs> uh, its own yeah. form. Well, <laughs> yeah, some is more fresh, some is a bit more
2: salty, some is a bit more pure. That was, um, I was aiming for that, like, I think every fish or every uh, specials, uh, seafood, yeah. yeah, they they have like their own uh, characteristics and it's like it's the job of the chef to try to get the best out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you have do a d- favorite?
3: Yeah I'm a sucker for
0: raw scallops, scallops. yeah I suck, yeah that's why I'm asking. No I love all of it. like and I really love because in Japan I always ate everything raw Mm -hmm. and like I learned I learned how to eat raw shrimps there but then also scallops I didn't know you could eat that like raw shrimps so like I love when the raw shrimp
3: is still beating yeah, <laughs> I had this thing, I had this
0: thing once and we were eating it, this like guy and he made this video and he just pushed the stick into the shrimp and the shrimp I was just like... I love seeing that. Well, I mean, it was... Same if s- you eat
3: like, um, r- really fresh cut the or like
0: Oh, it's still, but it's still
2: moving. Yeah, in oh. Korea, they do it like on, yeah. on beef tartare. I
0: know, I love that, I love mm-hmm. seeing that. But you have a
3: favorite. No, I don't. No, I don't. I think it's a really nice balance of everything. Like certain things are more salty, certain things are more fatty. I think it's a really good balance of know yeah. And like you said, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a good balance. And just every fish has been put in a way that really highlights highlights the way it's been shaped and the way it's been, you know, it presents
1: itself. So this is a nice example of how you can just eat only fish protein, you know, except for the nori. <laughs> and the olive oil. Know. No, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. but you're not feeling like a lack of something. Mm,
0: exactly. Right? Yeah. Truth. Yeah. So yeah, And
1: the one? Yeah, pick it perfectly. Yes. Yeah. I think. The Even wine though we is already finished it before we started wine. It works very well.
0: With everything? Yeah. Um so is this gonna move us on to the next episode?
1: I think so. What are we doing next episode?
0: We're doing this next episode about Corona Dating. It's yeah, the boys can really stay then. Let's go. Let's move on to the new
2: Put episode. Put your dinner <laughs> on the <laughs> table, motherfuckers. <laughs> <now for us. laughs> <laughs> dick. Yeah,
0: so yeah, for the next episode we'll be talking about Corona Dating, the new Tinder nice. Swindler episode, and we're talking about how, I don't know, dating <laughs> at home turned into something actually I don't know, maybe something different for women in experience. So Positive,
3: maybe negative. But yeah, I mean, it's done now. I mean, we're not into the, mm, the lockdown anymore. But yeah, we're looking back at how it was. Well, so I mean, more. I love Corona
0: dating.
3: <laughs> I know you loved it, girl, I know you love it. Mm.
1: <laughs> so you know, like dating in general, so.
0: Ma- no, i just like to meet, meet new people yeah, that's yeah. my thing exactly yeah exactly yeah. so it doesn't I have to I
1: yeah yeah you did no,
4: I I I
0: no. but anyways um hopefully we will cut me <laughs> off <laughs> I, i'm cutting it off here because we need to go on <laughs> anyway Basically. thank you guys for <laughs> being, being here for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Thanks, thanks for having us this yeah. food was insane well maybe We'll meet you on the next episode. No? <laughs> 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 really nice. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so. And thanks for listening. Like, subscribe. Always this shit, right? <laughs> exactly. And we'll see you next week. And we'll see you next week. see you <laughs>